the resounding answer is yes, you can still eat meat and still be healthy, okay? So we're going to dead that question right now. We are not going to ponder over it. I'm not going to leave you in the dark. Yes, you can eat meat and still be healthy. But what I want to talk about today is I want to give a very distinct definition between two words that I think we get confused when we're trying to decide whether or not to adopt a plant-based diet, when we're trying to decide whether or not to try out this vegan thing, try out this plant-based thing. And those two words are possible versus probable possible versus probable. So, right, a lot of people, can you eat meat and still be healthy? Can I still consume some animal products? Do I have to give up my hard-boiled eggs? Um, do I absolutely have to give up all? What if I just keep seafood, right? Like Lisa, what if I get rid of the bacon um, and get rid of maybe the beef and the pork, right? But what if I keep chicken or turkey? What if I keep seafood, right? Can I still be healthy and eat meat? Because I've had people in my audiences stop me in my tracks, right? And I'd be on my soapbox giving out my best information. And they're like, but what if I don't want to do all that? <laughs> like, what if I don't want to go all the way, right? What if I want to be a flexitarian? What if I want to be vegan on the weekends? Or, or only vegan Monday through Friday and get crazy on the weekends? Can I eat meat and still be healthy, all right? So I pride myself in being a coach with a high level of integrity, right, where I never give out information or make decisions based on how it serves me, right? I'm only here to serve you. So I'm going to answer this question as honestly as possible. And of course, I'm going to put some small print with it. So can you eat meat and still be healthy? The answer is unequivocally yes. All right. But what I need to define for you is possibility versus probability. All right, so that's what we need to get clear on. When you're making this decision on whether or not you're going to go all the way with adopting a whole food plant-based lifestyle, what you need to make sure you include in your decision making is possibility versus probability. We want to make data-driven decisions. So I'm a whole food plant-based vegan, but I'm not so because of some superiority complex. I don't think I'm better than anyone. I don't think that people who don't eat meat are superior in any way. I'm not in that you know small class of vegans who have a chip on their so shoulder who thinks that everybody who eat meat is a horrible person and all of this nonsense, all right? And if I'm being completely honest, um, when I transitioned to becoming a vegan, it wasn't for ethical purposes. So I'm not even an ethical vegan, all right? Um, meaning I'm not an ethical vegan because I'm like, oh my God, you know, how could you do that to that cow? You know, how could you eat that that lovely, beautiful pig? I don't feel that, I didn't feel that way when I started. I do kind of feel that way now. Like I won't go to a zoo, I won't go to a circus, I won't engage in anything where an animal is being, you know, held captive or used against this will for our own entertainment or our own enjoyment. But I didn't start off that way, y'all. When I started, it was strictly because of the probability of me being healthy. If I removed animal products from my diet, the probability of me staying disease-free was really high. So I didn't transition to becoming a plant-based vegan for ethical reasons. So I'm certainly not, and no, nothing wrong against individuals who do that, but what I'm saying is, in a nutshell, what I'm saying is that fried chicken still be smelling good to me. I'm not grossed out by it, okay? Um, that, that pizza on those commercials, the cheesiness and the pepperoni and the bacon bits still look like it slaps. I'm not going to lie, all right? So I'm not one of those people who think it's so disgusting to put that animal in your mouth. But, but 
possibility versus probability. So let's get into it. Here's the thing. If you um, are dealing with an ethical, uh, a high integrity health coach, doctor, nurse, um, naturopath, um, just a health advisor, um, they are not going to tell you that their regimen, um, their treatment plan, their recommendations are going to make it impossible for you to get sick. No one who is an ethical health coach or a doctor or nurse or health advisor can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that nothing, whatever they're going to prescribe to you or whatever they're going to recommend to you is going to guarantee you don't get sick. No one can do that, right? And if you have a health coach or a health advisor or a doctor or nurse who tells you, you know, by not eating this or by eating this, I can guarantee this outcome, you need to get rid of them. No one can guarantee you that outcome. But what we can guarantee what we can guarantee with our regimen or our treatment plan or our dietary recommendations is that the probability of X happening is this, it's lessened or and or increased. So the probability of you getting sick from a lifestyle disease is significantly decreased when you eliminate the animal products out of your diet. So let's talk about possibility versus probability. Here's the thing. We are all equal, equal when it comes to possibility. So just like the title of this talk says, yes, you can eat meat and still be healthy. And on the flip side of that coin, yes, you can identify as vegan and still get sick. All right. So let's get that out of the way right now, because what's happened over the last several years is that these two very polarizing sides have emerged where if a vegan, let's say a celebrity that was known for, for being vegan, gets sick or dies or something like that, I think that was the situation with Prince, wasn't it? Wasn't he like plant-based or vegetarian at least or something? And, you know, when people are just like, oh, you know, I thought they were vegan or I thought you were very vegetarian. What are you doing with a cold? What are you doing with COVID? What are you doing with this? I thought you were vegan. I thought you were vegetarian, you know? And so there's this really polarizing argument that if you are vegan or vegetarian or identify as plant-based or whatever, um, that you can't get sick. You can't get ill. You can't catch COVID. You can't come down with something. You can't get cancer, right? And then, you know, it's this other argument that some people tout with this superiority complex that if you eat animals, you know, your fate is doomed. You're going to die early. You're not going to live to 150. You know, you're going to have some type of lifestyle disease. You're going to have heart disease. You're going to get cancer because you're eating all of that meat. Both sides are wrong. Okay. Both sides are a hundred percent wrong. You are not guaranteed to be sick just because you eat animal products and you ain't guaranteed to be optimally healthy just because you don't. Let's get that out of the way right now. I am a whole food plant-based vegan. All right. And it is possible for me to get sick. I have never once said that because I'm a whole food plant-based vegan, there's no chance in hell that I can't come down with something or get diagnosed with something. I've never said that and I never will. I've also never said that just because someone does eat meat, they are guaranteed to come down with something or get diagnosed with something. So equally, if you're listening to this right now, no matter what dietary regimen you subscribe to, okay? You, your possibility of getting sick is equal to my possibility of getting sick. Your possibility of getting sick is equal to my possibility of getting sick. Where we differ, where we differ is our probability. Come on now. All right. So let's, let's, let's clear up this argument right now because I'm sick of these two polarizing sides. All right. 
The possibility that I can catch COVID, the possibility that I can get cancer, the possibility that I can have heart disease is equal to your possibility. It's possible, 100%. Now, where we split ways, where our roles go in two separate directions is probability, okay? So let's talk probability, all right? Because no one has a process, a peel, a regimen, a magic eight ball, or that can switch your chances from possible to impossible. It's possible for all of us, okay? No one here is bulletproof. No one has anything they can prescribe to you that's gonna switch your chances from getting sick from possible to impossible. That does not exist. However, what we do have um, is a treatment plan that can decrease your probability. So the reason I became a whole food plant-based vegan, y'all, is because I'm looking at the numbers and I'm like, at that time, it was about 600,000 people a year who died of heart disease. Heart disease is the number one cause of death in America, right? That's literally the blood flow to your heart is cut off because your arteries are clogged from cholesterol, plaque, saturated fat, right? And what's the number one thing that clogs the arteries, baby? Saturated fat. What's one of the number one sources of saturated fat in the standard American diet? Animal products, all right? What's another top cause of death in the U.S., especially in the black community? Type 2 diabetes. What's the number one cause of type 2 diabetes? It's not sugar. It's not carbohydrates. It's, again, saturated fat. What's the number one source of saturated fat in the standard American diet? Baby, it's animal products. What is one of the number one causes of insulin resistance? Insulin resistance is the consumption of animal products. It's not the consumption of carbohydrates. So because I am intellect, because I study the data, because I look at the numbers, I realize that my probability of getting a lifestyle disease, okay, so type 2 diabetes, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, heart disease, um, an, a suppressed immune system, right, of, of being immunosuppressed, okay, all of that is increased with my consumption of animal products. Cancer, the chances of cancer increased with my consumption of animal products, um, in addition to my consumption of lots of salt, oil, and sugar, which is vegan. So there's things on the vegan side that I don't eat because it increases my probability of disease or disability or all-cause mortality or a premature death. So I don't not eat what I don't eat because it comes with a badge of honor or it comes with a superiority complex. I don't eat what I don't eat, whether it's vegan or not, because of the probability that it gives me of catching a disease or getting a disease or weakening my immune system or weakening my cognitive functioning because I, I teach and I sell what I know for a living. So anything that impairs my cognitive functioning is off the table, even if it's vegan. I eat sugar, right? So I make my dietary choices based on probability, based on data. Okay, so here it is, right? So I told you that we're all equally, it's all equally possible for all of us to get sick, right? It's all equally possible for us to get sick. However, however it's not all equally likely, Okay, so consuming a diet that's free of animal-based products doesn't decrease the possibility that you can get sick. It decreases the probability that you will. 
All right. So we we all must stop criticizing vegans or plant based eaters if they fall ill because nobody said they couldn't. And we also need to stop criticizing meat eaters um, because they're not guaranteed to fall ill. All right. So that's number one. Nobody's bulletproof. Right. I think a good example of this is like um, wearing a seatbelt. Right. So if we all know that if you wear a seatbelt, you get into a car accident, you're not you could still die. Right. I was wearing my seatbelt, but I, I still died from the car accident. However, what the data shows, right, what the data shows is that people who got into a car accident whilst wearing their seatbelt, whilst wearing their seatbelt, in many cases, it saved their life. So it decreased the probability that they would die. That's all a plant based vegan diet is, y'all. All a plant based vegan diet does, if implemented correctly, a whole food plant based diet. Whole food plant-based vegan diet, if implemented correctly, all it does is decrease your probability of falling victim to an avoidable lifestyle disease like obesity, like autoimmune disease, right? Like cognitive impairment, even like depression and anxiety and aggression and mood swings. The probability that you'll deal with those things is decreased when you take the animal products, when you take the processed food, when you take the salt, oil, and sugar, when you take the caffeine out of the diet. So my dietary choices are made to increase my probability of survival in the case of disease, right? To increase my chances of recovery in the case of disease, right? And to increase my chances of prevention, so that I don't get the disease in the first place. Here's a more aligned example that I think um, a lot of us can um, relate to a little better because I get it. I, I think one of the reasons people question the validity, right, and the effectiveness of a whole food plant-based vegan diet is because it's because how much work is required to institute it. Okay, people question the validity and all of that of a whole food plant based vegan diet because of the work that's required to live this lifestyle. I will never sugarcoat y'all. I will never sugarcoat it. Right. It can be challenging to be a whole food plant based vegan, especially the way I live it. Right now, there is a way more options now to get vegan options if you're dining out. But if you're trying to avoid certain things like oil and salt and stuff that's usually in processed vegan food, it becomes increasingly more challenging. Okay. So I'm not going to even lie. A lot of people ask me when they come into my farm to table program, um, when they're coming to my lectures and their talk, they like Lisa, will a plant-based diet work for X? Will a plant-based diet work for my gut issues, for my autoimmune disease? Will a plant-based diet work for my, help my skin clear up? Will a plant-based diet help me sleep better? Will it give me energy? Will it get rid of my depression, my anxiety? You know, I've been diagnosed with X. Will it help? The reason people want to know is because it's not like hitting a switch. It's not just like clicking in your seatbelt. It takes way more work to implement a plant-based diet. So people want guarantees. But I can, I'm telling you right now, as an ethical coach, I cannot give you a guarantee. I cannot give you 100% guarantee that adopting this lifestyle is going to heal you 100%. It's going to put your condition in remission 100%. It's going to prevent you from getting that condition that your grandma or your grandparents died from. I can't give you 100% guarantee, but what I can give you, what I can give you is a guarantee that it's going to decrease the probability it's going to decrease the probability that you'll get those things and that your odds are significantly better when you wear your seatbelt. 
adopting a whole food plant-based vegan diet is just wearing a seatbelt. That's all it is. It's wearing a seatbelt. It's increasing the probabilities that you won't die soon, that you won't die prematurely. It's increasing the pro probabilities that you won't succumb to disability prematurely. A whole food plant-based diet is just a, a seatbelt, y'all. But the seatbelt don't say that if we get into a collision with another car or a tree, that you're going to survive it. It doesn't make that guarantee, okay? So let me give you a more aligned example, okay? So we got the seatbelt example. Here's a more, even more aligned example. I remember, um, if you guys have been following me for any amount of time, you guys know, you know, I invest in the stock market, right? Um, uh, adopting a whole food plant-based vegan diet is like investing in the stock market, all right? You're not guaranteed to make bands overnight. Okay, so when you you decide on what stocks you're going to invest in, you know, what funds you're going to invest in and you know going in that there's a chance you can lose your shirt. Okay, there's a chance you can lose your money. Like when you invest in this um, investment vehicle in the stock market, there is a chance that you will not make a return on your investment. Right. So you could lose everything investing um, in the stock market. However, the probability of making a significant return in the stock market is increased if you do two things. The probability of you making a positive return by investing in the stock market is increased if you do two things. One, um, if you invest in the stock market in the first place, <laughs> okay? Only way you're going to make some money, a return on your investment is by doing it because a lot of us make fear-based decisions and we just freeze and we never make a decision, right? And so we research it to death, but we never invest. So the only way you're guaranteed to make a return, a positive return by, by investing in the stock market is one, by actually investing in the stock market and two, you do it under the guise of a great financial advisor, okay? So the way you guarantee that you make a return in the stock market is by, one, investing in the, in the first place, taking a leap, taking a chance, going for it, right? And then number two, you do it under the influence of a great advisor or coach. That's exactly how being whole food plant-based vegan is. The only way you're going to decrease your probability of sickness, disability, death, all-cause mortality, or any of that dysfunction, the only way you're going to decrease your probability of that using a whole food plant-based diet is by adopting a whole food plant-based diet in the first place, not just researching it, um, not just going back and forth, one foot in, one foot out, right, but consistency. So the way you're going to decrease your probability of death or disease is one, adopting a whole food plant-based diet in the first place, but two, just like the stock market, you do it under the advisement of a qualified coach or program, okay? Because going plant-based is way, way more than just not eating animals. That's what a lot of people think. Like if I'm not eating animals, I'm plant-based and boom, I've, I've done enough. I've done my work, but that's not the case, especially if you're doing it for health reasons, right? Um, if you're doing it for health reasons, there's a whole bunch of more boxes that you want to check, not just, is it not animals on my plate, right? So the way you decrease your probability of death and or disease with a whole food plant-based diet is by adopting it in the first place and doing it under advisement of a great coach. You know, when I first started investing in the stock market, I did everything I could to make sure I was making wise financial investment decisions, right? So I took a investment class. 
Um, I literally paid an investment coach. I paid for that. And now um, I have apps that I use to follow uh, some of the investments. I use uh, apps and articles that I read to decide on what new investments to choose. Like, you know, I follow Warren Buffett over there at Berkshire Hathaway. I'm always reading advice, um, investment advice from him. I read The Motley Fool. I love the EYL podcast. Like, I'm always constantly studying. I try and I seek out educated, qualified financial advisors, and I follow them. And that's how I increase my probability of getting a positive return on my investments. But none of these people, not Warren Buffett, you know, um, not the Motley Fool, not, you know, Yahoo Finance, you know, or whatever, none of the, not, not Acorns, not Robinhood, not Stash, none of these micro investing apps, none of them have a guarantee that I'm going to make money. Matter of fact, they have just the opposite in their small print and in their terms and conditions, right? Their terms and conditions say we can't guarantee that this is going to play out well for you, <laughs> okay? And that's exactly how a whole food plant-based vegan diet is, right? It increases your probability of being healthy. It increases my probability of reaching my desired goal of living to 150 years old and being healthy and whole and self-reliant and independent. Um, but it doesn't guarantee that. So can you eat meat and still be healthy? Absolutely. Right. There is no nowhere does it say if you eat animal products, you're guaranteed to die young. Nowhere does it say if you eat animal products, you know, you're going to really have to rely on medications, medical equipment and other people to sustain your lifestyle. It doesn't say that anywhere. It's just that when you remove those things out of your diet with the data has shown. Right. Not somebody's ego. But what the data has shown is that it increases your probability of not having to live that way. And that's why I eat this way. And I think a lot of us need to remember possibility versus probability. Right. It's the same thing with the vaccine. Like, y'all, stop being so polarizing and antagonizing to people who didn't make the same decision as you. If somebody made the decision not to get the vaccine or somebody did make the decision to get the vaccine, and they still got COVID. Stop being a jerk about it. Nowhere did it say they were guaranteed to not get COVID, right? It was just saying it decreases your probability of dying from it. It decreases your probability of hospitalization. And that's exactly what happens here with a whole food plant-based diet. You know, people, um, I, I get why, again, that it's such an overwhelming decision to make for people because of the investment that's required. Just like with the stock market, a lot of people don't invest because they're scared. Like I could lose my money. And you're right. You could. You could invest in a stock that goes belly up and you lose your money. Right. And so some people feel like it's safer to keep it in the bank or under the mattress or whatever in the shoebox. Right. Like I need to see my money. I need to see my cash. Right. And then so they feel like I could lose all these thousands of dollars by investing. So I rather play it safe. What they deem as playing it safe and not invest at all. And that's the same way with whole food plant based. The, the investment that it costs you to switch to this lifestyle is you got to give up the foods that you think you can't live without. Right. Your coffee, 
you know, your sugar, you know, your, your, your Friday night pizza with the family. You got to give up the things that you think you love. You then got to do the hard, challenging work of overcoming food addictions and chemical dependencies. And who the hell wants to go through all that detox and withdrawals, right? And so when you're making decision on whether or not to transfer to this lifestyle, you want somebody to write you a guarantee in black and white because of the work that's required to get here. And nobody can do that. Nobody can do that. We can only decrease your probability. We cannot take away the possibility. Does that make sense, y'all? Tell me it makes sense. Give me some, some hearts, some thumbs up, something, okay? So please understand that the probability, the data has shown over and over again, and that's why I'm so committed to not eating animals. That's why I'm so committed to not eating dairy because the data has shown that when you remove those things out of your diet, you know it's easier to maintain a healthy weight. Right. Your immune system is much stronger to fight off something like COVID. You know, it's a, a better chance that uh, you won't have cognitive decline as you age. It's a better chance that you won't have insulin resistance. Right. And so because of that. Right. I have adopted a whole food plant based diet, but it, it's, it's not saying that I can't. It's not saying that I can. You know, people who say, um. You can go outside and get hit by a bus, right? I love those people, right? Like, why would I go through all the heavy lifting of removing the cow, the pig, the chicken, the fish, the seafood, the shellfish out of my diet if I can literally walk outside my front door and get hit by a bus? I could die of anything, so I might as well die happy. But you know what nobody ever says about that scenario? Because what we assume about that scenario is that when you get hit by a bus, you're dead. But did you know <laughs> you could walk outside and get hit by a bus and possibly survive? And if you are the healthiest you ever been in your life, when you do get hit by that bus, your chances of repair, rapid repair and recovery are significantly improved if you were healthy as hell when you got hit. See, we need to stop acting like, right, that a major life event like that is guaranteed to result in death. There are lots of things that that can happen to you where the result is not death. Like there's diagnoses you can get, right? That um that doesn't mean you're going to die, it just means you're going to suffer. And I don't know which one is worse, right? We did a podcast episode a couple months by, back entitled you have to um live with it before you can die from it. Right. And that's exactly what I'm saying here. I remember when I was working as a personal trainer, y'all, a woman, um, she's a, still a good friend of mine to this day. She walked into the gym and she we were doing our consultation for me to become her personal trainer. And she um, was telling me that she was a breast cancer survivor. She had another surgery coming up. And she the reason she wanted a personal trainer and the reason she wanted to get healthy is because she knew that if she was at a healthy weight, if she was physically fit before her fat graft and surgery, that she would recover from her final, you know, breast cancer surgery exponentially better. That was her experience in the past. So she's like, if I, I want to, I want to start working out. She's like, my surgery is months in the future. At least I want to start working out. I want to start drinking my water. I want to eat right. I want to be really physically fit. Because my body's ability to recover is going to be exponentially better if I'm fit before my surgery. That's exactly how I want you guys to think about getting hit by a bus. <laughs> 
what a morbid example. But seriously, like if I if something does happen to me where, you know, God will and I live, but God forbid I'm really hurt, my chances of repair and recovery, like literally my body's ability for my blood to clot and travel to wherever the lacerations and all that stuff is to heal me, my body's ability, you know, to repair internally, my body's, my, my, um, the elasticity of my skin ability to snap back in place, right? My bones ability, my bones being properly nourished, you know, with all of like the collagen and the vitamin C and that, and all that stuff and the calcium that they need to heal quickly. You want all of that intact, before you have to go into surgery. You want all of that prepped and ready to go before you know you are blindsided by a life event. And so that's what getting hit. But yeah, you can go out in today and get hit by a bus. But let's say you live that, you know, you survived that hit. If you were, you know, eating healthy, if you were the best version of yourself that you could have been before you got hit, your chances of recovery and survival are exponentially high. The chances that you can go through, you know, um, physical therapy and learn how to walk again if you need to, or occupational therapy and move your fingers again and do all that stuff and chew your food or, or learn how to talk again. Do you know your chances of that are way are lessened? When you go in and your immune system was already compromised, when you go in and you were overweight, when you go in and you already had another condition that you were on medications for. But if, when I tell you my confidence in my ability right now at this moment, my confidence in my body's ability to heal itself and repair itself if it does get hit with something is so high. It's so high, right? Like I remember... A couple years ago, I was in New York. I was walking down the street in Tribeca. A couple of y'all have heard this, heard this story before. And I tripped over the air, right? The air in New York is real tall, okay? <laughs> I was legit walking down the street and just tripped over nothing, right? Just tripped and fell, like flatline, like on my face. Like my purse flew off my, my arm. It was real ugly, real ugly. And um, I was limping my ankle. My ankle was hurting the back of like, I think in my Achilles heel. I don't know what the heck it was, but the, the crap was hurting for weeks. And I remember thinking, now this is like my bold, young, ignorant self. I'm like, man, I'm plant-based. I ain't got to go get no brace on. I ain't got to go, you know, to the doctor. I ain't got to go get this ankle wrapped up, baby. I'm going to just eat these plants. And I did. And um, it eventually healed itself, and I'm good now. But my, my body's ability to do that was all dependent upon the condition it was in before I tripped over that tall air, <laughs> right? So that's what I, it's the probability. It's the probability. So, you know, guys, is there a chance that you can continue eating the way you eat right now? Like if you're still eating, I don't know if you like, Lisa, I can't live without my bacon. I can't live without my sausage. I can't live without turkey on Thanksgiving. I can't live without ham on Easter. I can't live without a fried chicken dinner every now and then, or I can't live without french fries, or I can't live without pizza. Lisa, I have to have a cookie. I have to have my coffee. I love a good pastry with my hot tea, whatever it is, whatever it is that you think you can't give up and you can't live without, right? Is there a chance that you can live a long life and be healthy still eating those things? Yes, there's a chance. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie. Right. My responsibility as a coach is to give you all of your options and tell you the probabilities of all of those things. Absolutely. There is a chance that you will still be healthy. However, 
is there a higher chance that you will remain disease-free, um, disability-free, that you won't die of a premature death if you remove that stuff from your diet? Absolutely. So it's just a matter of probability. You know, as health coaches, our responsibility is to give our clients full agency over their health by providing all of their options, right? Is it possible to still catch COVID? Yes. Is it possible to still have high blood pressure? Yes. Is it possible to still be overweight? Is it possible to still get cancer, etc. as a plant-based vegan? All of that is very possible. I am not immune, guys. I live this lifestyle at a high level. I'm not immune, right? But my probability is lessened. My probability is lessened, so you have to make a decision, right? Possibility will never go away. It's always going to be possible for all of us. But your probability, right, your probability is what you have the power to manipulate, okay? So the, the dietary choices you make, the lifestyle choices you make either increases or decreases your probability of death and or disease, and that's what you have the power to manipulate. It's the probability, not the possibility, okay? So we all need to come together because all of us, regardless of what our dietary regimen is, regardless of what our dietary choices are, at the end of the day, we have one thing in common. is we all want the same end result. We all want to be healthy and whole. We all want to be self-reliant and independent, and we all want to live a long time right? We all have that same goal. We all just are deciding to take different roads to get there. Some roads are bumpier than others. Some roads, you're going to hit some tough spots where you're like, ooh, I think I was going to make it, right? I was coughing, I was breathing wrong, I was on life support, and then other roads are going to be a little more smooth, where you don't have those, those moments where you ain't know if you was going to make it out alive, right? So what road you choose is dependent on you. You have the power to choose what road you take to achieve optimal health and longevity, right? One is going to be a little more risky than the other. That's all we saying. It's like driving in Detroit, you know, these potholes, you got, you got the choice on which road you take. One is just a little more riskier than the other on your vehicle, right? Your body is your vehicle. So you get to make that choice, but do not pounce on somebody else for the choice they make. Cause at the end, we all want the same thing. So that is the answer to the infamous question. Can you eat meat? and still be healthy. Is it answered or is it answered? Once and for all, is it answered? Okay, so we're not judgmental here. So if you want to increase your probability of living disease-free, then I wanna encourage you to apply for one of my two coaching programs, either Farm to Table or the other 23. I'm in the enrollment season right now. I'm enrolling until January 20th for both programs, okay? LisaAngelSmith.com forward slash work with me. Farm to Table is for you if you want to improve your personal health outcomes. If you want to adopt a whole food plant-based diet and understand how to do so in such a way that decreases your probability of disease or premature death. So it's not just about not eating meat. It's a whole host of other things you need to do um, in order to uh, live optimally on a whole food plant-based diet. So if you want to learn those ways and the way in which I teach it in a non-judgmental way, I don't exclude you from the community if you go back to eating eggs. Like We don't do that here. We just want to educate you on how the choices you make either increases or decreases your probability of X, okay? That's all we do. It's not a secret society where we think we are better than someone else. It, it don't work like that. So if you need to improve your personal health, 
all right? Um, and your choice and your vehicle for doing that is going to be a whole food plant-based diet. Then you want to go to lisangelsmith.com forward slash work with me. All right, and apply for farm to table. If you are a coach, a doctor, a nurse, a fitness um, coach, or a fitness instructor, and you want to master plant-based nutrition in order to teach the people you serve, you could be a mental health specialist. Um, I was just on with one other day and just you know telling her the benefits of knowing nutrition to serve her mental health patients. Um, so if that's you, if you are in a health adjacent field and you want to master plant-based nutrition in order to serve your clients or your patients at a higher level, then you want to apply for the other 23 to get certified by me in plant-based nutrition and high-level coaching techniques, all right? So either way, if you want to read about both programs, lisaangelsmith.com forward slash work with me, read about both, apply to the track that resonates with you the most. Let's hop on a suitability interview and see if it's a good fit for you at this time. Um, and then we move forward. That's all we can do is 2022. We taking it to the next level. Let me tell you something. I hope you're all ready, right? Black people, we about to reclaim our time, okay? My mission when I created the um, other 23 plant-based coaching certification was to um, employ and educate um, health professionals on nutrition science, all right? And I have a whole host, whole gaggle <laughs> of coaches who are about to bring that fire. I hope you're ready. We are preparing them at a really high level to be masters around plant-based nutrition, number one, so we can have more representation in the space for people of color. People of color are still dying exponentially from COVID and things that are preventable, all right? Um, and so I have a, a whole host of coaches who I am training up right now to teach this content at a very high level. They're all tackling different problems in our society. We have one coach who is a mental health specialist. I think Jill is watching right now. Hey, Jill, hey. Uh, we have one coach who's a mental health specialist, a therapist. She's going to incorporate plant-based nutrition um, into helping people with mood disorders. I have Milan who's on right now, right? She's going to help expecting mothers, teach them how to incorporate plant-based nutrition so that they can birth healthy babies and ensure their babies grow up through toddlerhood and childhood and um, puberty um, and not be at risk for autoimmune disease and other type of diseases that kids are at risk for when they um, are not breastfed, when they're fed animal-based diets. So uh, shout out to Milan, who's going to be working with expecting mothers. You know, um, I have a lot of coaches in the program. Shout out to um, my coaches who are going to be working with the type 2 diabetic community using plant-based nutrition to solve that problem. With that segment of the population, um, we I have a coach who is going to help women overcome um, herpes, which they have been historically told there is no cure for. What? What? Yes, I got a coach who was working with her individuals with herpes. We have coaches who um, are working with individuals who, uh, who are uh, uh, Maya, who is going to be working with women who have that time in a month who are having really stressful periods and having really stressful menstrual cycles. So plant-based nutrition is being applied to all types of conditions and conditions and diseases. Um, and it's a powerful, powerful vehicle and regimen to use in order to overcome chronic health challenges. So if you know 
that you want to master it for the community you serve, then you want to definitely check out my certification, the other 23. Again, enrollment for the general public is only open until January 20th, and then it's closing until fall 2022. All right now. All right. So um, I hope this was helpful for you guys. Um, Milan said, I'm, let me write that down, probability. And make sure you put a capital P on that thing, Milan. Put some respect on probability's name, all right? Because people are getting real confused about, you know, the possibility of getting sick. Stop I'm getting mad if, 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 if a vegan coughs don't don't that ain't your opportunity to pounce on them and judge them for new decisions right i mean i had a good friend of mine he was just joking but literally the other day we were all out for new year's eve and he's like you know i told her to eat some chicken and she'd be all right right it's just like we have this internal joke that if you don't eat meat and something happens to you you should have been eating meat right and if you do eat meat and something happens to you you shouldn't have been eating meat right so it's it, possibilities for all of us, probability is different. We're not equal when it comes to probability. We're only equal when it comes to possibility, okay? And so, hope that made sense for you guys. Go to lisaangelsmith.com and apply for whatever program fits for you at this time, Farm to Table or the other 23. And if you're listening to this prior to January 8th, um, then you want to join me in my free nutrition class that I'm doing live via Zoom this Saturday, January 8th, where I'm actually interviewing my very own plant-based doctor, okay? My doctor is a plant-based physician, um, and she, I'm interviewing her live at my company, the Black Health Academy, so all of our academics are going to hop on like we all always do. Um, once a month and I'm going to be teaching a free nutrition class how uh, introduction to a whole food plant-based lifestyle It's called get planted and if you're available um, just go to the blackhealthacademy.com and um, Register for that class if you want to get questions answered um, About the feasibility of a plant-based diet um, with a plant-based physician, okay? She's my personal doctor. She's agreed to come on and let me interview her live uh, with my students. And so we're going to be doing that this Saturday. So my mission always and only is to serve at the highest level possible. I'm not the only um, expert in this land. I try and company and have others accompany me on this journey to educating you guys on the choices that you need to make to put yourself in the best position to be as healthy as long as possible. That's the only mission forever and always. So I hope that helps. LisaAngelSmith.com forward slash work with me. I hope to talk to you guys soon or see you in an upcoming program. Happy New Year, y'all. Peace.